And welcome to the Monster Smash Podcast, the podcast where two innocent and naive readers dive headfirst into the monster smut genre. On today's episode, we are talking about Mantras and Minotaurs by Ashley Bennett, a book that had me smiling through the whole thing, but also caused me serious psychic damage. (laughs) As always, we will be talking about this book in its entirety. So if you don't want spoilers, pause the podcast, go read the book, and then come back here and enjoy our chat. If you don't mind spoilers or you don't plan on reading the book, you can definitely still enjoy the podcast. I'm your host, Christine, and with me, as always, is your other host, Claire. Claire, 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 tentacle baby. What do you think I of thought this I was, book? I thought I was tentacle daddy. I, I like tentacle I baby better because you call me wolf mommy and it it feels like I should like call you <laughs> tentacle baby. Although, what do we, there was no daddy in this one. And so I was trying, I was like, is it horn daddy? Is it hoof daddy? What what is I think Hoof Alistair? Daddy, yeah. Because like Alistair is definitely daddy. He's definitely a daddy. He's daddy, for sure. <laughs> so basically what this book is about, like if you've read the series or not, I I, I think you you're better off reading the, the first two books of the series mm-hmm. if you want to understand some interactions, but I wouldn't say it's necessarily it's not necessary. There's, there's <laughs> bug. It's like, I don't think it's like hit or miss, you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So the thing is that basically we continue on to the Leviathan fitness um, storyline. And this time we have Pam, who's the mother of the main characters of the two previous books. So yes. muscles and monsters and tentacles of thri- triathlon race. Yeah. And so she basically decides to start dating again because she's a widow. And from what we know from book two, her mm-hmm. husband was kind of a douchebag. Mm-hmm. And she immediately meets Alistair, who's a minotaur. Yeah, they meet on a di- on a dating app. <clears throat> and um, and yeah, and basically he lives far away. He just came into town to to take care of his yeah. daughter. Who works at the gym. Who's Chai, if you listen to the other episodes. Yeah, she's been mentioned. And, uh, and yeah, and they start doing a long distance thing. And it's kind of, um, it's, I would, I, I don't know if I would say it's fast paced, because it doesn't feel rushed, but it doesn't linger. It kind of like, yeah, it gets to the story. And that's kind of nice. Yeah, it's definitely um, pretty insta love, but I, I didn't mind it because the, the, the two, are, they're both like in their 50s and like Alistair's like divorced age, she's you know what you like right exactly I don't mind it so much when it's like <laughs> they're in their 50s as opposed to being in yeah. their 20s no no if you have like two 20 year old who are like insta love and all of a sudden yeah. like, I'm gonna move across the continent for you it's like mm, right maybe mm-hmm. maybe slow down a little mm-hmm. right exactly yeah I didn't mind it so much on this I will say though my this this book was kind of difficult for me and it's truly all just a personal <laughs> thing that Claire's life journey does. So my dad passed away two years ago uh, and my mom has been on her own since then. She's like roughly Pam and Alistair's age. She has a son and a daughter uh, who are both like married. It's a very similar situation and it was very, except that I will say my parents had a very good marriage. Like they were very much in love until the end. So it wasn't a bad marriage like like Pam had with Dawn, but but even still, it was very hard not to think about my mom while I was reading this book. And it, it was, 
tricky for me. But I liked, I mean, I, I, I feel you. Um, it is, it is always weirder, I guess, when you read from the point of view of a female character who's like the age of a figure of authority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like, cause we don't, we don't have a lot of romances that are no kind of like age aged up and uh and i mean even we've talked about it before i don't know mm-hmm. if we talked about it on the podcast or not but i age up the characters in my head when i'm reading them like i'm reading throne of glass at the moment and i'm definitely not picturing 17 year olds because it's just no. fucking weird. right i'm picturing like mid-20s you know and it's just like mm-hmm. but but it's it's nice because like there's a lot of you know women past their 30s past their mm-hmm. 40s they tend to be like considered sexless sexless beings it's just like you're either right. a wife or a mother at this point and like and that's it that's it like the sex part is is done and and that's mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's nice because it's uh, i mean i'm gonna stop the tangent here but i think our mom's generation was very like there was a lot of fear about aging especially because of this yes. mentality Mm-hmm. And I think that that makes me less scared of aging, knowing that, okay, there will be books, there will be smutty books for <laughs> us, too. Well, I think our generation, too, is, like, less <laughs> less concerned about, sort of, signs of aging than, than you're right, than our, like, mother's generation are, which is kind yeah. of better at owning it a little bit. Um, yeah, and I think, you know, you get, you get protagonists like Alistair because you get them in these, like, age gap romances yeah. right which I, I love a good age gap you know i love a good age gap and he is absolutely alistair's like everything i love about a man in an in an age gap romance but you <laughs> never get the female version of that you yeah. never get an older female and you uh, have like right the, the little mentions and stuff like that mm-hmm. of like menopause and like hot flashes and stuff right. like that but it's done in a very balanced way mm-hmm. um and i like it it's kind of like we're yeah. aware that this is what women um in their 50s go through in terms of their bodies and like at some point i think there's a mention about lubrication and stuff like that yeah uh but it's not like a slap in the face of like Mm -hmm. this is all a woman's body is after she's in her 50s right (laughs) right (laughs) shake in your boots you know it's it's a nice it's a lovely it's a lovely representation i think yeah, and Pam is Pam is great. She's not real self conscious about like her body and stuff. She just she pretty much owns it, and it's yeah. She's a good character. She's a really she's a really fun character. I like her a lot. She didn't want to date. I will sell. I'll start with my first one. My first quote, uh, because what happens is Tegan, her daughter, is like, you need to get like get on a dating app. Why not? I mean, get out there. You're not you're not old. Whatever. And so she's like, uh. Uh, you know you need to set your age range on like essentially twitter i think it's called like mate match in the book or something like that and she uh tegan says mom seriously you're a babe besides some younger men are into older women i tisked oh no 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 younger men for me they need to be my age or older no exceptions why not pam go get some (laughs) honestly it's thanks to older women having sex with younger men that i think some guys are able to find the clitoris help some of these young guys out <laughs> <laughs> although like I yeah like give back to the community <laughs> right give, give back, back to the women in their 20s please. that's right exactly <laughs> help the younger generation uh although i do think that pam pam deserves to have good sex because she did not have good sex with her husband that she was with for a long yeah. time so she she deserves it but like come on pam you could you, you hook up with some younger guys 
Yeah, but at the same time, I understand, like, if you, if you've never, because she really never dated before her husband, and it's yes. like, you don't want to go, like, it, sure, it I would get, be I awkward to, to have, like, it's a completely different vibe. Yeah, also, I'm being hypocritical. Which is fine, if you're being I don't being really want to date someone younger than me, so I'm hypocritical no. anyway. <laughs> I mean, Josh I have, is technically- I know people- I, I know friends that date younger guys. What at that? But I'm not sorry. <laughs> By that I mean, you know, above nineteen and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I could never do it myself. Yeah. So anyway, she 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 makes her profile, and Tegan's like, "Let me know if you get any matches or whatever." So she's scrolling through, and she's like, "No, no, 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 no." And she comes across this minotaur who looks really handsome, and in his pictures, he's all like in the mountains doing outdoorsy stuff being all rugged and stuff but he's only in town uh visiting his daughter and she's like well this is my first step into dating someone since my like 30 year marriage so sure let's do no strings attached let's just yeah i have a fun thing both said that and every single time i wrote down in my notes famous last words (laughs) yeah exactly Look, you two are not gonna not it's not gonna be casual you're not in your 20s like you know what I mean it's not yeah. it's not the same you just even even if you hadn't had like as good of a connection as these two have it still would be I feel like still it would be difficult for me to to do like at my age I I, I remember when I I moved uh from the last country I was in to to where I am now um I I, I was still in dating yet apps hmm mm-hmm. I said cryptic. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm trying not to give too many details. <laughs> um, I was still on dating apps and I didn't want to stop dating for like, you know, I think I knew like six months in advance that I was leaving, but I was just like, eh, I mean, I can't do like no strings attached and like, I'll try not to get attached. And I had like two different dates. Like I, I dated two different people, not at the mm-hmm. same time, around the same time. It was so basically, every time I, I went out with those people and I was like, you don't get attached, just, you know, it's fun, it's nice. First guy I, I go out with, he's like quite older than me. I think he was like 12, 13 old, years older than me. Okay, sure. And it, it goes well and stuff. And I'm like, oh, he's, he's, this is nice and everything. And then he tells me, look, I have to be honest with you, in like a few months, I'm leaving. And he was living in the same country. <laughs> so oh, was really? Too. And oh, I was wow. like... Okay, so we kind of like started dating a little bit, but it didn't work out because he was like an absolute asshole. And also he he looked older than me. So whenever we went to a restaurant together, people did give us kind of like, is that his (laughs) girlfriend? I mean, it's just we were like, you know, I was 27 and he was like 39, I think. So it wasn't like a crazy, but he had like salt and pepper hair. Mm hmm. And everything and he did act a little bit he was always kind of like let me teach you about life and i'm like <laughs> yeah. so. i had uh so i've uh, we've good friends who have been together for like ever and uh the woman in the relationship is like a good 10 years older than the man in the relationship and my one of my favorite things that's ever happened is we went out to eat together at this like mexican mexican restaurant and we were all getting drinks and so the waitress carded uh my <laughs> friend and her her boyfriend and she looks at the two ids together and then looks back at her and goes good for you <laughs> yes yeah it was, it was a wonderful moment i loved it but you know the worst part of this is that after with this guy it didn't work out, 
Mm-hmm. I match with someone else. We go on a date, and he's telling me like I'm I'm leaving again in in two days. Um, and at some point, he tells me because I live in another mm-hmm. country. <laughs> Guess what country that it's was? It's that same one. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, and it's kind of sad because in in both cases, it really didn't work out. I was gonna it say, was... is it Rob? <laughs> no, 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 no. I I met Rob like month month later once i had gotcha. moved in gotcha. to the new country and no no because that guy was like very controlling very love bombing and it was Ugh. just kind of like yeah. not working out he was like a doctor and he was like pestering me about stopping quitting smoking to which i was like fuck off, fuck off. but also i mean you did quit smoking so congrats <laughs> i did quit smoking later on but mm-hmm. you know i i wasn't gonna do it because I don't you know don't pressure someone you just started dating oh i don't like anyone to tell me what to do so <laughs> i get it nobody tells me what to do <laughs> but um but yeah that's all that to say the funny thing about saying i'm not gonna get attached i'm gonna be chill and stuff like that is that mm-hmm. You can't decide that. <laughs> no. I, I think, so I, I understand that not getting attached in terms of... Uh, Setting sex. expectations? Well, for me, I, I don't really get attached via sex. Like, I, yeah. sex is a separate thing in my head. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm I'm very detached. I know there are people who, like, my husband is very not detached. Like, it's very, we're very different about it. But, like, the second you start... I start going on dates with a person and like getting to know them, then it's like, well, yeah, I'm gonna get attached. Yeah, like I can absolute, have casual sex, same. but I can't have casual dating. Like that, that doesn't work for me. Yeah, yeah, I've always, I, I always kept it very separate uh, mm. in my head because it was like, it, it just is, in my, it just is because you, you don't, you don't meet someone that you want to be in a relationship every day, but right. it's easy to meet someone to have a good time with yeah exactly yeah it's, to yeah. put it like so yeah. <laughs> euphemism <laughs> land <laughs> all right let's get back to the book so yeah. she's trying to do her profile she <laughs> said uh pam's all worried because she's older and she's worried about like the internet stuff so she has this quote do you include that you're widowed in your profile what kind of vibes does that give off what if they think i'm some sort of black widow meeting males and dating apps and murdering them once my name is listed as the beneficiary on the insurance policy like i don't think you need to worry about that pam <laughs> no if you say i've been three times widow then yes don't do not put it on your profile that's gonna be weird <laughs> yeah uh, but if you've been widowed once i mean you're in your 50s you know like mm-hmm. if no one's going to be surprised that you're potentially widowed or divorced or something. If you're 50 right. on a dating app, there's a story behind you it. Most, right, exactly. You most likely have been married at some point if you're in your 50s. Most likely. Not always, but most likely. No, you don't been. have to get married. I mean, no. but you, you've most likely been in a long, long-term relationship at baggage. some point. Yeah, yeah, everybody's got baggage at that I age. mean, honestly, past the age of 30, I don't think, I don't know <laughs> doesn't have right. baggage honestly like, everybody's got baggage it's it is what it is it's it's weirder if you're in your 20s and you're like i'm widowed <laughs> i mean that happens in the tv show you wait there someone's on a dating app as season no see not on a dating app but season two you have someone who's in her early 20s love uh-huh. who's widowed oh yeah it certainly happens i just think like on a dating app if you're trying to meet somebody yeah. to be like i'm 27 and widowed it's like that that feels like a lot sadder than being 55 and widowed. Yeah, yeah, cuz you know? it's it's most likely to be much more recent. 
Yeah, exactly. And much I mean, more traumatic. Right. It's probably traumatic as opposed to like a dis not that disease isn't tra- like my dad died of cancer and that was traumatic, but uh yeah, yeah, but it's probably much more likely to be, you know, not a disease. It's just that you don't expect like it to happen. And it, yeah, exactly. You don't expect it to happen in your twenties. Mm-hmm. Not that you expect it to happen in your fifties, but Right. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, I like and- that her cat is a sphinx. <laughs> yes, she has a hairless cat named Remy that she dresses in matching sweaters Fucking that she love makes Remy. by herself, which I loved. I'm a crocheter, so I'm with you, Pam. I don't know how to knit, but I do know I, I do crochet. Yes, you may look. Oh yeah, you did. You did tell I'm me that you, you were. I'm gonna make you a blanket. I was gonna make you a rainbow blanket. I'll, I'll get to it eventually. <laughs> yeah, you've told me about it. Like you made me choose colors. Like. Uh-huh. Three months ago. Five yeah, months no, ago, even. I started making a blanket for my mother for Mother's Day, and it's not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to it eventually. Don't worry. <laughs> no worries at all. Uh, I really like that he, Alistair, is Chai's dad. That was a fun little thing, because when I originally saw her or saw the cover or heard that the you the, thought it was about chai yeah th- when i, I thought it was, it was a lesbian <laughs> me too i thought it was gonna be yeah <laughs> but do not despair because we have talked yes Ashley uh, says on, it's coming. she's been on the podcast actually she's yeah. i think she mentioned it on the podcast that mm-hmm. there's a sapphic romance coming yes and we're excited about that and also i think her other series that she's doing the mall one it's not her series it's part of an anthology yeah i'm pretty sure that's sapphic she yeah said. Um, which I think it was like a rat monster, which is fun. <laughs> so here's another thing I really loved about it. And I know it's a thing that you loved as well. Alistair is the CEO of a cannabis company in uh, in Colorado. So weed is a big part of this. And I know you all know that we're both stoners. <laughs> so we appreciated that. That was fun. Yeah. I-, I like it because it's very casual and, and weed yeah. tends to be treated like this evil force (laughs) yes see it's different because it's legal where i am so it is very much treated like this where it's like you know no but because i was i was rewatching i've been rewatching vampire diaries recently and in the first episode like there's a whole deal about elena's younger brother being on weed and drugs but like they don't mention the other drugs just like painkillers and weed and at some point she's like oh my god are you already high it's it's the morning we're in high school and he's like chill yourself and she goes chill yourself is that some kind of stoner talk (laughs) no it's this feels like a high school you know (laughs) say no to drugs Um, oh that's so dumb yeah even like you can see even from when that came out which is what the early 2000s when did vampire yeah 2010s i think to like now it's like it's a very different attitude towards weed (laughs) which is really funny it is but yeah it, it has it has little mentions here and there they take edibles at some point Yes, I loved it. I loved the scene where where she gets high for the first time in her life. Yeah, because she's very chill. She just kind of like is on the couch with the cat and like Uh asking for. (laughs) That's that's me when I'm high. I'm like, let me lay in the bed with my animals. I'm gonna listen to something. I'm I'm much more of a raccoon when it comes to the food, though. I don't just like sit there and be like, "Could you make me a grilled cheese?" I'm just like you. You hear raccoon noises from the kitchen, being like, "What can I eat?" What am I gonna get? My thing with being high in food is I don't get the munchies if it's not in front of me. Like if I'm upstairs in my bedroom Mm. and I'm high, I don't even think about food. But if someone were to walk in with food, I would eat all of it. 
but yeah, grilled cheese it's is a beautiful delicious. thing. So, but yeah, like... they match kind of immediately. Yes, yes, they and, do. and they and and I like because at some point she's a little bit nervous. I think because they they agree on a date quite quickly, mm-hmm. and in the evening, I think she's a bit nervous, and they're texting, and they decide to call each other to kind yes. of like and honestly. As someone who's been on the dating apps a lot when I was single, um, it's amazing. I, I really highly advise people to get on the phone or do like audio messages before a date because it it gets you you get to know the person. You feel oh, a lot yeah. more comfortable with the person. I could maybe do like audio messages back and forth, but I'm not good on the phone. Like I yeah, well, I, I mean, I audio messages work as well, but just it, it makes you yeah. feel like you know the person because I. I, I I used to do that quite a lot. And I remember, I think I did that with uh, Rob, my, my current boyfriend, mm-hmm. when we started texting, because I think it was like, we switched to texting quite quickly. Mm-hmm. And and then I was like, yeah, I would always have like those little strategies to get the person to send me an audio, either yeah. being like, oh, I want to hear your accent, or like, mm-hmm. I want to hear you talk about the story. Because... I don't know. It always reassured me to hear someone else's voice. And also, sure. like, you could get the vibe of the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I I think for me, this this scene wouldn't have worked if I was in it. Because I get, I just am weird on the phone. I don't, I like to look in somebody's eyes when I'm talking <laughs> to them if I can, you know. Like, I know we talk on the phone, but I already know you. So, it's yeah. not, you know what I mean? But, like, yeah, I don't think I could have done it. But it works for them. I mean, so they, they start talking about they get into it like pretty quick she actually talks about like her divorce it were not her divorce she didn't get divorced she basically says like we almost got divorced a few times but we figured we'd stick it out with the kids or whatever like not sure if it was the right thing to do uh nothing i can really do about it now is this is the quote pam hummed in understanding sometimes that's for the best my husband and i almost got to that point a few times but we stuck it out for reese and tegan i'm not sure it was the right thing to do but the past is the past uh there's nothing to do about it like based on tentacles and triathlons yeah it was not it it was not the right thing to do pam your husband was a piece of shit to his son yeah honestly the whole deal of like you see that with like the misogynists or youtube on youtube and and stuff like that being like Mm -hmm. don't get married if you're gonna get divorced um you should you know you should stick it out for better or worse. I think I saw the other day, like, some assholes on YouTube being, like, asked, like, what if you're getting beat or abused by your husband? And he was like, and the guy answered, stick it out. Yeah, I mean, there are communities that truly believe that. Yeah. It's just like, no, get, get a divorce. It's terrible for the I kids. Think it, I think that attitude. If you stay together, it's terrible yes, for the kids. Yeah, it can be really bad for the kids. I think that attitude, especially when it comes from like a, a place of like religious, I think it's really misguided yeah. because like people are like, you should like, I think we, we think about marriage as uh, something that two people who are in love do these days but that attitude is really new i feel like within history like marriage for a long 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 time was mostly just a transaction like it was a transactional thing i mean to be fair that's my perspective on marriage but that's because i went to law school and like (laughs) when you're in your early 20s and you see marriage cases like Mm -hmm. for an entire year like that you're just like it's it is a contract at the end of the day it's a useful mm-hmm. contract if you need in terms of assets in terms of taxes yeah. and stuff like that i still feel like you should need that um in a yeah. relationship to 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 have like um to be treated properly by society but that's a, 
the, the whole other thing. But at the end of the day, marriage is what you make of it. Yeah. It can be romantic. It can be an arrangement and stuff like that. But there's no, it's not a sacrosanct entity that you have to like respect above everything else. If it doesn't work, leave. It's a contract you enter into with somebody. And then if somebody breaks that contract and then, you know, you get out. Like it's, yeah, I don't know. It's such a weird thing. But, but it's, it's, they have a lot of very healthy discussions the, the two of them and i think that's what this this book has like this very that's why we're talking a little bit like yes chaotically because there's there's nothing to kind of like tease really it's yeah it's pretty it's, it's cozy it's soft I, I think i've said it 20 minutes ago i have terrible memory but it, it feels like a christmas book yeah i don't think we were on mic when you said it so yeah all right there you go. <clears throat> yeah it, it, it does yeah, it, it does have that. a christmas christmas feeling it does because it. they go to Colorado and it's snowy and they're in a, like a log cabin. It's very like, yeah. By the way, romantic. Ashley, how dare you make you make them move away from this massive, beautiful house? So like I the little know. house in Briar Green. I was hoping at the end that they were going to sell the house in Briar Green and just get like a bigger house because like I know when she visits Alistair, he has this massive like floor to ceiling windows into the oh, forest and stuff he's like, on a oh. mountain and it's just like gorgeous smoking no, weed like the the fire uh, you know burning <laughs> just having the animals in front of the fire while it snows it's like god what a dream what a dream i know i know i was bummed too i get it because you know their all, entire families all, are right, in Briar both Green. of their kids are like chai is in uh briar glen as well and like tegan and atlas are probably gonna have kids so like there's gonna be grandkids around. puppies grand puppies around wolf babies uh so i get it but yeah i was bummed that he should have kept the house i mean he he's rich like we'll get into yeah, they why sh- he's they rich but he should have just kept the house and then they could just travel there and be a vacation home yeah um but and and also uh so so to to go back to like organizing the date he asks his daughter uh for an idea in terms Mm -hmm. of dates and i think they figure out together that he's going to take her for breakfast at a Mm -hmm. coffee place then at a bookstore together and then they're gonna go ice skating skating. it's perfect it's a great date except for the ice skating i don't i don't want to go ice skating no me neither i've gone once with my cousins who were like you know kid kid cousins and yeah, they yeah, were yeah. just like you know swishing left and right and i was just like hanging to the bar this i thing, like you're doing great sweetie <laughs> i i uh i i skated a lot when i was a kid because i grew up in a winter a winter climate so we spent a lot of time ice skating when i was a kid but it's been at least 25 years since i've had my feet in ice skates it like, feels I can't, like I can't such a great way of breaking a bone honestly it's yeah just... of getting injured very badly yes <laughs> I'll go for a walk in the park. We'll substitute. Honestly, I said it before. I'll say it again. Americans um, really like to act like they have health insurance, health care. <laughs> We're just living our lives, Claire. What do you want us to do? Live in a bubble? <laughs> I'm just saying, awesome. healthcare in Europe is very affordable, and we don't do that. We don't I do as much crazy have shit. a great doctor and good insurance, so healthcare is fine. Um, <laughs> it is fucked up in America. Just for the record, I'm not. I'm not saying healthcare is fine. Uh, I do want to say this quote because it was the one part where I was like, "Pam, what the fuck?" So she's she's laughing at uh, 
at Alistair. He makes her laugh. And she's thinking about how Dawn didn't really make her laugh. And so she's, she thinks, or she says in her head, He'd also made me laugh a time or two. A sense of humor was always something I'd admired in a partner, but it was something Dodd never had. In all our years together, I could probably count the number of times he'd made me laugh on one hand. And when he did make me laugh, it was at the expense of our children or other people. He just hadn't been a very nice person. So, wait a second. The only time your husband made me laugh is when he was making fun of your children? That makes you not a very nice person, fam. <laughs> I mean, come on, kids are ridiculous. Of course, you make fun of them a little bit. And you're saying Don was uh, had a mean sense of humor. It sounds like you had a mean sense of humor. <laughs> come on, have you never laughed at a really dark joke and thought to yourself, "Oh, I wish I wasn't laughing at this." I mean, yes, but I don't have kids, and I'm not making fun of them. I can make fun <laughs> of other people's kids and be an asshole. I don't have them; they're not mine. Pam. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just thought that was funny otherwise like Pam is so so sweet but the way that that was worded I was like the only time you laughed was at the expense of your children <laughs> no I'll be honest I, I noticed that too when I was reading I was like Pam. I see <laughs> Pam <laughs> oh that's funny I want to know what the jokes are now I will say, I know, right? I, so Fallon has a little bit of a cameo on this, which is fun. Not much, but he like, he sees her while she's on her way to the date. And uh, he's like, oh, a date? Like, lucky guy, have a good time. And I'm like, I can, <laughs> I can absolutely see Fallon dating an older woman. Yeah. Like of all the characters, I'm like, yeah, Fallon could date an older woman for sure. I think that would settle him. I think so too. I think he would, it would settle him down a little bit. I mean, I think he would be way too annoying for like Pam, but a different older woman for sure. I think he would miss a lot of anxiety cues from Pam. Yes. And because like, that's what's great about Alistair. He's like, he's so aware of it and whatever anything worries her. He's like very straightforward in terms of. Yeah. 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 And I think Fallon like, he likes to go <laughs> out. He likes to party and stuff. Like we'll he's see not in the next book. I am. I, mean, I am is, looking forward. To his I am too. <laughs> I am too. I'm really excited. Alistair, I I really liked Alistair. He was very like smooth <laughs> in a way that I like. Like she says at their date. Mm, I hummed. True. Are you excited to go home? Well, I was. He kindly. He smiled kindly before leaning over the table and whispering. I'm wishing I had a little more time right about now. I was like, stop being so smooth, Alistair. Alistair, cut it she out. She was being very smooth then, uh, because at the end of this, when there's the whole, the awkward, you know, who pays, whatever. Yeah. Um, which I've never handled really well. It was just like, I'm paying half of it, and you can't shut the fuck up about <laughs> it. I don't <laughs> um like we're not we're not doing the whole dance i'm paying for half of it well look um, you can take my feminist card away but he can pay any day if he wants to goodbye uh, i mean it's just it depends it it, it depends on the fi- we've talked about this before on the podcast it depends on everyone's financial situation for yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah yeah um but also i like to do that on the first date because it was always also a good way of testing out like how the other person was i mean with with girls that was never an issue but with yeah, guys it was true. always kind of a way of being like okay are you secretly a dirtbag <laughs> are you gonna react really badly i think my thing is like i'll offer to pay half but if they're like no 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 i'll pay i'm not really gonna fight you know what i mean <laughs> i'm not gonna fight them i i'm just never good at saying oh, okay 
because then then you don't want to be putting your wallet back too quickly and just kind of like being on your phone and being like oh yeah whatever as if you were expecting them to pay but then you can't just stare at them either so it's kind of I always what found it really heck? awkward if they make <laughs> a big he... deal out of it later then that's a red flag um but Alistair basically has like a very smooth way of dealing because because Pam starts looking for her wallet and he's just like he gently grabs her arm and he's like I'd like to treat if that's okay he's so sweet I loved Alistair ah he's so sweet also there's some really fun shout outs to other monster books uh mm. in this oh my god ro- just romance but okay this is they go to the i kept thinking i was like is it is it, it? It's, it, it totally is. is it totally is <laughs> there's particularly there's a there's a bunch of references to ice planet barbarians yeah. but there's also and i don't think you've read any books from the series i've read the first one but there's salacious players club by sarah kate uh there's mm-hmm. a reference Never to that i wrote it down i read the first one it's very fun um but here's the quote, the first quote where they talk about I spent at Barbarians. They're in the bookstore uh, on their date. My preferred genre was historical fiction, but for her, I was willing to give anything a try. Plus, I could use a little romance in my life. Hmm. Pam trailed her finger over the colorful spines before stopping on one in particular. She slipped the book off the shelf and handed it to me. This is one of my favorite. It's about aliens on an ice planet. I looked down at the cover. There was a frozen tundra with a beautiful brown-haired woman and a giant blue alien male. I see you, Ashley. I see what you're doing. <laughs> but also, I feel like Pam did not properly explain. <laughs> explain no. very well. She was like, it's an alien book. I love it. You should read it. And she just hands it to him. And it's like, you should give him a little bit more context. You gotta learn But here's the thing. Alistair's into it. And I will say, out of everything in this book, that is the most unbelievable part. It, in this book, he gets super into romance novels and like really likes to read them like with her like when they go on a plane together he has an audiobook of a smutty book oh, together perfect. which is like wonderful but it is the most unbelievable part of like there's no way i i don't think it's unbelievable i think it's just that guys are really conditioned to be a lot more tame about talking about sex and not being yeah. very vulnerable and, and yeah. it's kind of like and uh, I, I think I because we've seen that we don't see a lot of male booksagrammers. I'll be honest, yes. but th- there are we see some, a, yeah, a few of them, yeah, and a lot of them got really into like spice romances and and kind of start going, hey, that's a good tip. Not I bad. could do that in real life, and I, I think that's so. nice. Uh, you know, yeah, you can get into spice romance as a guy and uh, read them and like, yeah. You know, By the way, stuff. So we had, we have like a group text going on between you, me, my <laughs> husband, and your significant other. And yeah. yesterday, uh, I I said on the group text, I said, there's no way my husband, Josh, is ever going to read Akatar. Like, it's not going to happen. And he went onto Kindle and bought it, and he swears he's going to I read remember. it yeah. simply because I said he wouldn't. Uh, and he can't, he can't <laughs> let a challenge go, so... I we'll wish see. that worked with Rob, but he started reading Akatar and then he kind of just just I, there's no way Josh. He's not. It's just, I mean, to be fair, my partner, he's not really into fiction that much. He reads a little yeah. bit of fiction. He's really into Lord of the Rings, but he doesn't really a lot of fiction. He reads Josh, a lot of political biographies. Yeah, Josh loves fiction, but he likes like post-apocalyptic zombie shit. Like that's his thing. He he wants like survival stuff in his 
fiction. You know what I mean? Like, he, there's no yeah. getting through Akatar. He's not going to read the whole thing. If he reads it at all, he, it's not going to happen. You never know. We'll see. Anyway, Are you saying it's not going to happen because when he listens to the podcast, he'll be like, it's definitely going to happen. If he listens to this, he'll hear Sorry, me Josh, say, that's a terrible Im- imitation of <laughs> I know what his voice sounds like. That's not it. <laughs> oh man! But uh, yeah. So, anyways, they go to the bookstore. She and she gives him this. She tells him to read this book, and then she starts picking books, and he's carrying them. And they go up to his Shin, which you know, I wish I had like kind of money. It's that I rich. could just go like, oh. yeah. But she doesn't know that he's gonna pay. She's just like, oh, I'm carrying all these around. She's and then retired. At the end, he's like, I'm paying for your books. Her husband died and left her a bunch of life insurance. Like, yeah, she's, she's doing fine. You know, she's fine. But I like it. It's it's it was it was fun. Honestly, it, it was cute. It was a very female gazy. I would say that scene. Like the mm-hmm. guy mm-hmm. is like. I'll carry all your books and I'll buy them for you. It's like, yes, I have the quote actually. <laughs> he says, Pam, I said as I looked down at her, please let me get these for you. Consider it a late Christmas present. If you celebrate Christmas, that is Alistair. Please, I want to. That day, that way, when you read them, you'll think of me. Alistair. Okay, that is so very nice. Also, he's way smooth. too smooth he's for so someone, smooth. for a guy who's like, I I haven't, does he say that? He hasn't dated a lot. Not much, no. I mean, I don't think, I, he's dated, but not had like a serious relationship, yeah. really. How yeah. are you that smooth, you know? He's so <laughs> smooth, like in this whole thing. It's crazy. So they go ice skating after they leave the, the, uh, the bookstore and guess who's working the rink? It's our old friend, Javi. Javier! Javi! Javi! Like uh, he's he, fun. I like him too. We'll get to him eventually. He's I mentioned think. in book two for anyone who hasn't read yes, the second book. A, uh, Tentacles and Triathlons. Yep, he, he is like work partners with Reese and they are park rangers. So um, he's working the rink and uh, he's pretty good. He puts on a love song for them while they're while they're uh yeah because it's it's only the two of them basically it's just the two of them it's like middle of the day or whatever um but just imagine a minotaur though he doesn't do a very good job he doesn't she's just skating around like and he is trying not to fall but he does fall and takes her with him and they kiss on the ice and uh it's a very sweet kiss until javi i think javi like clears his throat like hey hey guys yeah, because they kiss because he falls with her on top of him. And they're yes. basically making out horizontally on the, on the ice. So, yeah, for <laughs> Javi, it's probably kind of like, I mean, I put the romantic song for you guys, but can you not? Can you not make out on the ice? Thanks. <laughs> yeah, and so he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, we did that in front of Javi. Or is, are you okay with that? And she's like, oh, you know, it's fine. I actually think I, it was sort of thrilling. <laughs> I stared at her with raised brows. Was Pam Rowling's a closet exhibitionist? I mean, it, it doesn't it's a bit have of a jump. to mean it's, it's a, a bit it, of a yeah, jump. It's a bit of a jump, but she does turn out to be a bit of <laughs> to an be exhibitionist. A bit of a, I mean, yeah, not any, anything that's like crazy, but enough where it's like there's a little bit of risk here, and it's like, you know, it's a fun, it's a fun. Yeah, thing. but yeah, I was like, that's a bit of it. <laughs> you just kissed on the ice in front of somebody. It's not exhibitionist. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's like kissing someone out in the street like yes it's fine but this is a, another one too where i do not understand how the kissing works so like yeah yeah 
it the, here's a quote Chris, i don't know if you have a cows if you have cows not a cow they Sorry. do kind of have cows right? around hey if you if you see a cow when you're walking about sure you give it a kiss I do see like how cows. it works out <laughs> i do like cows i'll give you that cows are cute uh kissing someone with a snout was perfect but when alice uh what oh <laughs> different sorry <laughs> I can't read my own shit. Uh, kissing someone with a snout was different, but when Alistair drew his lips together, he could mold them to mine perfectly. So, I, I think I'm just picturing a cartoon wolf again. <laughs> I don't know how to do picture that in my head. <laughs> uh, honestly, I was picturing the Torrens from World of Warcraft. I don't know what that is, but sure. <laughs> They're like minotaurs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> as our Chris, uh, wait, is this when they're on the ice? No, I think this is when they go back to his house, right? N- not his house, her house, right? And they kind of make out on the couch. Yeah, because they don't want the date to end. It's right. They're really well. into each other. They they don't want it to end. They know that's how, like, a great date. Usually, though, when it keeps like you keep adding stuff to it. When you're like, like, I don't want to go home. Kind of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. And I, I like I thought this quote was funny. As our kiss grew frantic, I could feel the swell of his cock against my stomach. It was big, intimidatingly big. He's literally a bull, Pam. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, he's got a big dick. He's a bull. <laughs> my favorite quote from this part is actually a lot different. Go. <laughs> it's not the sex part, is because when they come in, the cat is really happy. Oh yeah. And the quote is that as far as cats went, he was extremely friendly. He thought any visitor were there for him and him alone. And it's really funny because I know a cat that's like that. Like mm-hmm. one of my brothers has a cat like that who like whenever there's a party, he thinks that's for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's People the dogs, are here. The dogs are obviously that's that's to see me. I mean mm-hmm. <laughs> what else? Why um, else would they be here? Yes, for sure. But yeah, but they kind of, she, she, Pam is a good balance between shy and maybe a little inexperienced and also a bit of fuck it. Like, she's pretty bold. Like, in this scene, she gives him a blowjob and this is, yeah, she, no, she just, they're inside, they're barely inside the house and she just turns to him. She's like, can I suck your cock? Can I suck your cock? Right, right. (laughs) This is the quote. Curiosity got the better of me. My hand slid down Alistair's chest over his belly and came to rest on top of his cock. I rubbed it through the thick material of his jeans and he groaned into my mouth. Pam, he rasped, bucking his hips into my hand ever so slightly. I pulled away and gazed up at him, my teeth digging into my lower lip. Can I suck your cock? You're bold, lady. (laughs) And there's something about the description of Alistair's, um... Yes royal jewels um that uh-huh. <laughs> it was it was disturbing to me because i couldn't stop picturing it a certain way because she <laughs> says a set of heavy orange sized testicles sat just underneath it also covered in hair and the things that the moment i saw orange same it the color was like color. orange balls i was like was orange, orange balls, balls. yeah <laughs> yes same i knew it said orange like size. cheetos cheetos <laughs> orange just like that's what i was like i can't I- it's too stop. late. It's set in my head. It says orange. I can't like it's they're orange. Or also, just picture like two testicles that are just two oranges. <laughs> Gross. Fruity. Yeah, oh. because because when oh, he comes though, he comes it tastes like lot. doesn't it taste like milk? I think she said it was milky, yeah, which I thought was really gross. <laughs> I mean, look, if if cum tasted like milk. 
Oh yes, I I have it for. So here's the. I mean, that would problem. be a problem for me because I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> I don't know if it would have lactose in it. <laughs> He's bull. He's you know. I in mean, most that... world like that's not that much of a stretch of the imagination that his gum would have lactose in it. Okay, maybe it does. I don't know. <laughs> okay so actually dm me yeah actually let us know (laughs) does it have lactose uh his cock jerked as he came the sweet milky flavor of his cum filling my mouth to the point where i had milky flavor i almost threw up in my mouth when i read that flavor it it says it doesn't say milky sweet milky flavor so maybe it's like oat milk because oat milk is kind of like a sweeter milk Honey, we don't have any more milk for the cereal. All right. Well, let me get it out. Yeah, that's how you know. Like, you never go to that couple's house and accept anything that has a milk in it. No, you take your coffee black. Uh, <laughs> you know, we almost didn't make this tart, but because we didn't have enough milk, but we figured it out. You know, everyone I'm, hands off the pie. I'm gonna skip it. I'm gonna skip that one. I'm just gonna go ahead. I'm not. I'm gonna play it safe. Um, oh. My alarm telling me to take my antidepressants just went off. I'll take them later. Um, <laughs> but the other weird thing about his dick is I, his this dick is like- This would be a perfect like, time to have an ad for Xanax. <laughs> I wish Xanax would- Sponsored by Xanax. <laughs> Sponsor us. That'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, um, but not better help. Fuck you, better help. I'm, I'm going on record to say fuck you, better help. <laughs> I thought like, we were being discreet about that. but I, I don't like your- I don't like your methods. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Not therapy. Better help specifically. Therapy Google, is the best. Google Better Help scandal and you'll, yes. you'll see the horse. They're not disappear. the they're not a good company. Yeah. Um anyway, so they his dick is like pretty normal. <laughs> like it's big and it has like a it's hairy curve, but it comes out of a no, it comes out of a fuzzy sheet, is what it's called. So yeah. he's got like like with the merman, whatever. He's, he's got, got a like a sheath that He's got a red rocket. He yeah, it's basically a red rocket. Is what's happening <laughs> with him. Uh, except it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't have. It says it was long and smooth with a slight upward curve that tapered to a point, uh, uncircumcised point. Thank you for giving us that. And then the, <laughs> the orange balls, but the light pink shaft emerged from a fuzzy sheath. So yeah, it's a red rocket, basically. Did I ever tell you about the time I accidentally gave a bull an erection? No. <laughs> <laughs> What okay, did you gonna, do? I'm going to clarify that. I did not do anything. There was a ball. I was in a village in Africa. I petted the ball. And then someone far from me just went, wow, he, he liked that. So you <laughs> because, gave him an like, erection. I, yeah, I, I petted him like on the on the head or like on the shoulder, you know, nothing, nothing sexual. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, and his rocket just like shot out and it was fucking massive. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to step away. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be near this ball while he's got this hard on. um okay the other thing we learn is that minotaurs can go up to 20 times a day which is too much i'd have to end the relationship time consuming i'd have to end the relationship right there i had to be like it doesn't mean that do you want to to go 20 that he needs to go 20 times a day he can he can't okay but imagine like a minotaur and like you couldn't date a minotaur in their 20s because they would want to go 20 times a day i'm like i can't i can't i can't no, no. I mean, honestly, I've, I've, I've done the the whole like let's have sex as many times as we can in a day. 
yeah, and it ends like up being four like, times. I was gonna say it like... ends up being like four times, maybe five if you're lucky. <laughs> like it's not you can't go twenty times a day. You've got stuff to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You, have, you have to eat. You have you know books to read and stuff like that. Yeah, no one, exactly. No one needs to go twenty times eat a day. Chinese food. That's what they order. They order Chinese food right after. So she gives. But him that's a the thing. Job. He gives her an orgasm right after. Doesn't well, he? Well, no, because he's like, let me reciprocate, like lay on the couch. And she has not been eaten out much. So she doesn't feel like super comfortable at that point. She's like, no, no, that's okay. Let's just like cuddle. So they yeah. cuddle. He orders she falls food. asleep. She falls asleep on the couch. Yes. Uh, they got crab it's ragoons. I just want to point it out. It's a cozy feeling. Though. It really she is. She wakes up. He's in the kitchen setting up the food. The cat mm-hmm. is all happy and stuff. And they're going to mm-hmm. watch a movie. It's like, mm-hmm. aww. I know it's very it's really very sweet they get crab rangoons I'm just gonna shout out crab that's very lucky the for best. a first date I love crab rangoons yes it's that awesome. doesn't happen like no. if you haven't ever joined tinder or bumble or anything <laughs> do not expect your first date to be like that some of them might be but just FYI <laughs> I met my husband on a dating website because we are old and I, I when I met him I did not have a smartphone <laughs> I met Rob on tinder of all places. Ooh, okay, Cupid. <laughs> hey, I have friends who use okay, Cupid. It's not that. Yeah. We don't I'm have, rather... me and Christine don't have a massive age gap, by the way. No, no, you're like six years younger than me. It's not huge, <laughs> yeah. but it, it is like when it comes to technology, you see those like, but also I met my husband really young. So um, we've been married for almost 10 years. So I know, right? Wow. I know next year's 10 years. It's crazy <laughs> um anyway so the cat really likes him which is cute um i mean the cat doesn't have any hair and he meets a creature that is completely furry because like when you're mm-hmm. a hairless cat and your owner is a human not a lot of hair and then all of a sudden she brings like a massive cow i would be thrilled yeah it sounds like yeah that cat is loves it also the amount of times in my notes that i just wrote alistair i like exclamation exclamation or pam exclamation like constantly <laughs> like this one <laughs> she laughed as we walked down the hall to the kitchen don't tell me he's already got you wrapped around his little hairless paw i shrugged my wide frame <laughs> rubbing against pam's arm in the narrow hallway <laughs> what can i say i can't resist good pussy <laughs> you are a father alistair so what? <laughs> Does having children mean you're not you're suddenly become sexless? It's just really hard because they're my it reminds me of my parents. <laughs> it really doesn't remind me of my parents. I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> my parents had a great relationship. They were very good together. It was very sweet. Uh I think my parents had a great have I don't know. <laughs> my parents they're not very, very expressive people. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh <laughs> anyway um so she's like let's watch a movie and he's like okay and she's like let's watch it in bed and he's like you want me in your bed (laughs) yeah and then the The couch couch is too small the couch is way too small um so they snuggle they start watching a movie and then he has some good dirty talk (laughs) the look you're giving me i like no 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 i'm 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 divided on this i like a good dirty talk and i don't think this his dirty talk was bad by any stretch of the imagination i i think it was in it didn't work for me as well as different types of dirty talk sure 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 but i don't really know how to put my finger on it it's not a judgment or yeah 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 yeah. 
no, I, 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 I see what you're saying. I'm um, not doubting the quality of the, 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 the sex talk in this one, the dirty talk in this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, it didn't I, do that much for me as, as sure. much as like some of it did some of, don't really know how to explain it. Yeah, that's fine. So like, this is, uh, here's an example from this scene. He thrust his hips against mine and smiled mischievously. You want to feel this cock inside of you? He asked with another thrust and my breath hitched. You want me to make you, uh, you want me to give you my cum? Alistair has the energy of the men in age gap romances that I really love. Like he, he really <laughs> has that. Like he does. It's just like, ugh, you're comfortable. You're like a big comfortable man that I can cuddle with, but also you get this side and it's like, yes, I love it. Also, I do think, I will say, I know age gap romances can be kind of weird when like, like, because it's normally, you know, an older man and a younger woman, and sometimes the younger woman is very young. I would just say what I like about about Birthday Girl, aren't you? Yes, and I loved (laughs) Birthday Girl, don't get me wrong, I love an age gap, but I think, I think what the attraction is, is that it's just literally dating a man who has his shit together. Like, yeah. I think the attraction is that this guy... It's not that he's older. It's that you, you know that statistically it's more likely if he's older right. to have his shit together. Right. But it's not necessarily it's true like, all the time. He owns a home. He takes care of himself. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't need a woman to clean his house because he, he's he's been on his own for long enough. He knows how to do it. Like, he owns a company. You know what I mean? Like, he's financially secure. It's just like somebody who's like... It feels like such a breath of fresh air. When yeah you get to have your fantasies be like actually in a relationship with someone and not being like someone's mother essentially you know what i mean yeah. oh 100 <laughs> yeah. percent. fuck, fuck being a guy's mom right oh god it's fucking awful and they, they do it sometimes like slowly like they slip it in there and then you don't realize for a while you're like i'm being your fucking mom like it, it's <laughs> ugh, it's fucking worse yeah <laughs> um Anyway, they're very sweet. So she's, it's very cute. Like this, this quote, I stood there in my black support bra and full coverage cotton underwear. Hell yeah, lady. Full coverage cotton underwear all day, every day. Mm-hmm. My body streaked with stretch marks, age spots, and cellulite, but I didn't feel self-conscious. Not with the way Alistair looked at me. He gazed at me with complete and utter adoration as he palmed his cock. You're so beautiful. You know that, Pam Rollins? It's just really sweet. He's just sweet. Yeah, He's that so is really sweet, sweet. All the time. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, you have to, you have to feel confident when you're mm-hmm. having sex with someone. But it, it's it's also I feel like it's also a team effort. Like you make each other yeah, feel confident for sure. You can't you cannot depend on the person you're having sex with to make you feel confident. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but it certainly helps. You know it what helps, I mean? Yeah. Like absolutely. yeah. Um, so he eats her out, which she <laughs> says, even, I had to disagree with her here. She says, even my toys paled in comparison. What kind of toys you have, honey? Because they got a lot. <laughs> they got a hey, lot maybe he's ones. just that good, but. I guess he, his minotaur tongue is that good. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, if she hasn't been in out almost ever and has That's only fair. had sex with one person before, then yes, it would seem if someone is like good enough with if someone's really they good know what they're it, doing yeah, like you should sure. be like holy fuck yes also there <laughs> is another classic ashley line shout out to you ashley he was eating my pussy like it, i was a michelin star meal 
Classic yes. Ashley Klein. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that was a good one. I liked it. Um, but yeah, it's it's just like a, it's just like it's a pretty good sex scene. She mentions that she's gone through menopause, so breeding's not an issue with this book, uh, which is great. Thanks, Ashley. <laughs> I mean, the day after she mentions to her daughter <clears throat> that she's making him read. Um, oh, the alien yeah. romance which I started I honestly I wasn't sure it was Ice Blood Barbarian at the very beginning because I was like it can't be because there's so many Ice Blood Barbarian books out there but at some point in the plane later on in the story she talks about cooties it's right here I have the quote it's when she's talking to Tegan um she says he told me about the camping trips he takes in his RV and about his job. We went to the bookstore and he bought me a few things. I convinced him to get that book. You know the series I love with the blue aliens? Tegan leans forward in her chair, her eyes wide. He's seriously going to read about the cooties? I can't even get yeah. Atlas to do that, Mom. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, the cooties. How is Atlas not reading that? I feel Atlas. like Atlas, Atlas would be on board. <laughs> Atlas, come on. Maybe we can get Cyrus to read it. <laughs> uh you know i bet you could get cyrus to read that he's he's 700 years old he's willing to try stuff you know yeah that was that was like a weird reminder at some point because she meets with her son and cyrus and she kind of goes like i know you're older than me but (laughs) yes yes it's really cute yeah and like their spouses not spouses yet but like atlas and cyrus both call her mom which is really cute um, I've never understood that and I don't like it. <laughs> no, I know. And like my so Josh is like I think it's an American thing, right? But no. Josh is like very very close. Uh he was very close with my my dad. They were like they had very much like a father-son relationship. Um and he's very close with my mom as well. They have a great relationship. He's never called them mom dad. Mm. Never. Mm-mm. Like it's not like he's never called them like Mr. and Mrs. either. It's always been first name, but just no. It's weird. It's weird yeah no it's too um, weird just like yeah because like what does that make us siblings <laughs> I, right that's why it's like no if we're calling the same woman mother yes i feel like once you become like if you have kids then you can just say like grandma it's grammy yeah and yeah. everyone can just call her grammy or whatever yeah exactly but grammy grammy that's what i called my my grandmother on one not, side. not granny no grammy g-r-a-m-m-y grammy grandmother but just grammy grammy and grandpa that was one side and then the other side the french side was meme and pepe well they're both french but anyway uh yeah so uh he starts reading the book he does which is like wow i can't believe you're reading it and this is his thought about it and you know here that it's absolutely ice planet barbarians yeah because he 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 Mm -hmm. explains like the the third nipple the plot point that everyone hears about mm-hmm. regarding Ice Blood Barbarian at the beginning, which is that they meet through oral yes. sex. Yes. Gods, what an opening scene. The alien woke her up by eating her out and called her clit a third nipple. A third <laughs> nipple between her legs. It was one of the most unhinged yet hilarious things I'd ever heard. Agreed. I couldn't believe that Pam, sweet stranger to oral sex Pan, read this sort of thing. It was funny. It was romantic. And judging by how tight my pants felt, it was pretty fucking hot. I nipple. love that our two favorite series are just like... Yes, they're clashing. <laughs> and then Pam says... uh I think Pam is texting him and she says, you have to finish it and read book two. That one's my favorite. 
Yeah, I was shocked Pam, by that. I was like, Pam, you prefer a Hirsch? Pam's a Hoosh fan. Ashley, are you ever a Hoosh fan? Ashley, let us know. <laughs> uh, yes. So they are for a while just like texting and they set up, you know, their schedules where like she'll video call while she's cooking dinner and they, they call them dinner dates and stuff. And uh oh wait, no. First you missed something. I yeah, missed yeah. Because at first they were like, mm-hmm. this was a great date. Maybe we'll talk when you're back in town, but basically yes. this is it. This is a decision. They're like, we're not gonna, they don't, they don't start out thinking we're going to do long distance, but then mm-hmm. on the day where Alistair is supposed to leave, he just texts her saying, are you home? And mm-hmm. when she comes out, he's driving like on his way to the airport, but he drops out flowers and basically says, let's date. I know this is nuts, but like, I'm not ready for this to end like let's let's see how where this goes basically yeah it's it's yeah, cute. i mean it's you're like- you're old enough you have enough money that this is sort of feasible his daughter mm-hmm. lives in that town i mean it's not yeah give give it a go yeah exactly exactly so they're they're really getting to know each other and like it's they're very much like meant to be together it's, it's great yeah uh, they, they fit together perfectly yes um and it, they have, like, a bunch of cute text message exchanges, and then she sends him uh, a picture of her in her underwear, which I thought was really funny. Uh, it's just, like, an older woman trying to figure out, like, how do I take, like, a half-nude selfie in, in the mirror for my boyfriend? Uh, that part that part did make me laugh, but also this is where I wrote, I'm getting psychic damage because <laughs> I just keep thinking about my mom, like, dating somebody, which, by the way, I'd be thrilled if she if she started dating someone. She's she's not old. She deserves to be happy. I, lo- I love my dad, but yeah, uh, she deserves yeah. to, to, you know, to, have, to find love, but it still was hard to be like, I don't want to think about my mom taking nudes for somebody. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> also, it's her friend at the library. So Pam uh, volunteers at the library and her friend is like, you should check out this book. It's got like mantras and yoga and, you know, it's about mantras and minotaurs being over 40, I guess. I don't know. But so she starts taking up yoga and she goes to a class with Chai, who's the teacher. And she starts, you know, uh, Chai being the daughter of Alistair. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's like one it's it's cool. Like I'm glad she took up yoga or whatever but like there's one scene where the first one she goes fallon is working the front desk because chai is going to teach the the class and she describes him as walking on all fours as he stepped out from around the desk and led me down the hallway i still don't understand fallon's anatomy ashley i know that you explained it when you were on the podcast but i still don't understand fallon's anatomy. i don't get it I mean, we'll we'll probably get it with the cover of the next... I know it'll make sense next book, but right now I'm very confused about Fallon's anatomy. Yeah. (laughs) I don't don't know. Um, Yeah, and so there was this one part in the yoga class I wanted to bring up because I thought it was funny, and I don't know if you'll know at all what I'm talking about. But she nodded, her considerably smaller horns bobbing up and down. All right, I'll keep an eye on you and suggest modification modifications as needed. Chai held up a, pe- a round piece of plastic. 
This is a consent token. The green side is labeled with yes to let you know you're okay with me making hands-on form adjustments. And the red side is labeled with no to let you, to let me know you'd prefer verbal adjustments. Just go fucking with what you comfortable with. I thought that was great. First of all, that that's fucking awesome. Okay. But it reminded me of a Brazilian steakhouse <laughs> because at a Brazilian steakhouse, they, okay. So Brazilian steakhouses are basically, they're all you can eat, right? But- mm-hmm it's um it's not like buffet style it's they have all these different like meats and stuff that they're cooking on spits or whatever and they come around and they say like do you want some of this whatever they give you they give everybody a little card that says like yes i want like what you're serving or if you're like too full and need a break you can flip it to no like please i don't want what you're serving and that's all i could think about (laughs) but i I do like that because i've gone i've gone to you i used to do yoga quite a lot Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and yeah, I, I understand that some, sometimes like you don't necessarily want to be touched and it, it always depends on the instructor. Mm-hmm. So I like that. I wish that was widespread. Yeah. I think that is I, not something I would ever think about, but that is so awesome. Like such an awesome thing to do in a yoga mm. class in any workout class, really. There was, so there's a lot of like cute, like very nice, like mantras and mottos kind of sayings throughout, but there was mm-hmm. one in particular where Chai says, we're striving for progress, not perfection. And then um, Pam thinks progress, not perfection. That was another one of my mirror, uh, for my mirror. This is honest to God, like a motto in our house. Like, this is something that mm-hmm. Josh and I say all the time, like progress, not perfection. That is, that was a really uh, good so one. I really love that one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then, yeah, we get some weed talk from, uh, from Alistair, which was really fun. He's like, I want to take an edible, but like, uh, I got I got so much stuff now. What concentration of THC? What strain? What's the ratio of THC to CBD? And I was just like, ah, oh, man, I, this is a book for us little stoners, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty great. <laughs> yep. Um, what else we got? Oh, so they have uh, well, they have like FaceTime sex basically. Yeah. So she is, I think so. She's out to like lunch with Cyrus and Reese, right? And yeah. she gets uh, a photo randomly that's just, like, his, him in underwear with, like, his dick is hard. I'm like, Alistair's sending dick pics, first of all. Alistair's sending dick pics? <laughs> Alistair! Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, and then he's, she's like, oh, shit, I'm, like, in public. And he sends her a video of, like, him massaging. It says, a video came through next, uh, one of Alistair massaging his cock through the thin material. A wet spot had already formed right where the tip of his cock was. I didn't think long distance would work very well in a novel like this, but honestly, like, I think Ashley did a pretty good job yeah. of, of keeping it like that. But, uh, so she rushes home. And she sets up her, you know, iPad or whatever to... Yeah, because she doesn't have a PC. Yes, yes. And he he has some good energy here. He says, I want you to do what I ask. Think you can handle that? And I was like, yes, daddy. Um, (laughs) Yes, hoof daddy. Uh... (laughs) Hoof daddy. Hoof daddy. Uh, and then she mentions Don again, that he used to look down on using toys because he thought he was a superior lover. And if your significant other looks down on using toys, dump that fucker. If he, if any guy thinks he's, if any guy thinks he's doing better than a sex toy, 
He's oh. not. <laughs> Use them 100%. together. Like, it's so stupid. I don't... Oh, God. Yeah. Fragile male egos will be... I wrote... My note was fragile male egos will be the death of us all. Um, <laughs> um, also, she apparently has a collection of dildos. She said, pulling open the second drawer, I perused my collection of dildos, vibrators, and water-based lubes. You got a whole collection, Pam? Hey, don't just have one. Don't just have two. I mean, I'm, just, I'm, I'm proud. I'm proud of you, Pam. Good job. The thing is, if you have so many, you have to remember to charge them all. You do. You have to plug them in. <laughs> Change the batteries, you know. Yeah, so then, so, okay. So Alistair <laughs> really wants her to come visit, right? And he's, Yeah, he but starts... that's, we discover something about Pam that she hasn't mentioned before that she should probably mentioned before. Yeah. She's never flown before and she's terrified of flying. Yeah. Which uh, I'm a lot better about flying now, but I have historically had a pretty big fear of flying. So I do, I get it. It's, it's kind of terrifying, but he's, she's like, I will, I will get on a plane for you and yeah. come to Colorado. And part of the reason she uh, agrees to that is because his Alistair's business partner in the cannabis company comes to, is younger, like maybe like 20 years younger than him. And he comes to him and he's like, he's the same oh, species as him as well. He's a minotaur. He's a minotaur. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I'll give you a whole bunch of money to like buy you out of this company. And they don't say the number, but it's got a lot of zeros. It's, it's for sure. Yeah. Cause he doesn't even just buy his share of the company. He adds a lot of money because he's like, you taught me a lot. So. Right. You taught me everything I know. Like I wouldn't be here without you. So it also includes that. And he's like, just like go retire, like enjoy yourself for a while. And Alistair's like, I've never not worked. Like I don't, I don't know what to do with myself if I'm not working. Which it's a is- bit of a drastic, you know. I understand. Like, yes, the conversation that he has with his partner is pretty well done because it's like he's being firm, but he's not being a dick about it. However, I think when you when you have someone that you've partnered with for so long, you presumably know that they're not used to not working so i feel like the shift of like you're co-owning this company and then all of a sudden you're not you're retired i think that's too drastic a shift i I think his partner should have been like what do you think about slowly reducing stepping down Mm -hmm. stepping down and stuff like that and then having still like maybe long distance you know let's just like kind of like progressively get you used to the new rhythm like we'll pay you to be a consultant but not like a full time. Yeah, exactly. But I also like can't relate. If somebody offered me millions to retire today, it's not even, I'd be be gone, but I do understand that it's different. Like this is a, this is a company that you built. This is your, like you built this company. So I get that that's different, but yeah, I I would retire. Yeah. But also like, I think that's what Pam says at some point. I I don't remember what the wording was exactly. Um, And it was like, there's a different commodity that people overlook a lot which is time yeah because we sell our times when we're working for a company when we work for like Mm -hmm. business anything wherever we work the money that we get is in exchange for our time and and time is kind of an important currency because we're gonna die someday yeah i I don't have an unlimited amount Absolutely. Right. Exactly. You only have so much. I, I really appreciated that part. And it, I think it comes a little later after she's there. They finally ha- kind of have a talk about it where she's like, he's like, what do you do with yourself? And she's like, I, I do everything I 
didn't do when I had all that responsibility. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, you find, but you find other ways of like exactly getting yourself busy. I, I think too many people um, forget to think about what they would do if they were retired. And that that's an issue that my father has had, which is that he finally retired after spending his entire life working constantly, you know, 7 a.m. to midnight, constantly yep. working, never seen him not working. Mm-hmm. The only time he wasn't working was when he was working in the garden. Mm-hmm. Uh, he retired. And the entire time I kept telling my entire family and my mother and stuff, I was like, you guys need to figure out something that he's going to do because he, he's not going to know what to do with himself. Right. It's not going to go nuts. Ask him to look into like teaching at a, a local university for a while and stuff like that. It's just fine. They're like, no, 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 it's going to be fine. It lasted maybe four months before like a connection that he knew was like, I have this posting somewhere. Like, do you want to, mm-hmm. do you want to take it? And he was like, yeah. And he's working again. See, my dad retired as early as he possibly could. So mm. my dad was a mailman. He delivered mail for, I don't know, 35 years after getting out of the Navy. And uh, it's very, like, physical job. Like, his knees were all messed up and stuff. So he was very, like, he retired as early as he possibly could. Yeah. And and then he died three years later. Like, he didn't even get to enjoy it. So, like, I don't know. I, I guess for me, the message there is, like, don't take that time for granted. You might not have it. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, if you don't, if you can't think of an actual reason, because that's the thing, Alistair doesn't seem like he has an actual reason for mm-hmm. wanting to stay working. Yeah. Except like, that he doesn't know he what built else it. He liked it, but it's like, mm-hmm. do you have like a, a, a knee jerk reaction feeling of like, I need to stay at this job because I still feel like I have stuff to do. I still feel he right. doesn't have any of that. He just doesn't know what to do with himself. And he it's just like, doesn't know what he'll do. Unless you're only problem retire, you're going to figure it out. No, what you'll do, Alistair, is Pam. That's what you'll do. Yeah. Like, you know, like you guys will, yeah. He, um, like, but he finds something to do by the end of the book. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that. But yeah, he 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 does all right. Um, but so she is like, I'll come out. And he's like, he buys her like a first class ticket. He gets like a car with the cat. To pick her up. The cat with the cat. Come. He's like, we'll bring the cat. It, you know it'll be it'll be great and and she gets like anti-anxiety medication yes she gets some anti-anxiety medications which i've tried before to fly and they did not really help me but whatever um but so she opens like the door of the car service and alistair's in the back he flew out to fly back i knew he was gonna do that i knew he was gonna do that yeah and then and then he gets them in first class yes i was like marry him yesterday this is service. <laughs> they sit down but it's just kind of like every time you think he can't get better he gets better because gets better. they sit down in first class and he's like oh i downloaded us an audiobook of a smutty book and we're gonna listen to it together and i was like where is this guy i won't want him. this is the salacious uh players club one it's the here's the quote I did. He flashed me a smug smile and tilted his phone so I could see the title. Something about a salacious sex club. The title, it finally clicked. Is this why you called me a good girl? I whisper shouted. He shrugged, his smile growing wider. Maybe. Have you read it? So the first book, the book they're talking about is called Praise. It's by Sarah Kate and it is Oh, uh, I've heard about uh, this, yeah. It is a it's got like a big, 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 big praise kink. So there's lots of good girl. Uh anyway, I appreciated that little. I love a good girl. Uh <laughs> um but yeah so they have a good flight they get to his beautiful fucking cabin on a mountain in colorado it's just like a mansion and it's gorgeous and you know what it reminded me of 
the Collins house in Twilight. Really? I was it does have that vibe. I just thought about it because it has like those big windows. It's in the middle yeah. of the wood. It's kind of semi-modern, but yes, kind of but a cabin I, vibe. They have a very like, at least in the movies, it's like a very modern house. Like very, very modern. Yeah, it's but it has a lot of like wood, wood, like wood stuff. So it kind of like makes yeah, it up yeah, a little yeah. bit. I was picturing more like log cabin. My yeah, on this one. But yes, I see where I see where you're coming from on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I just thought I was like similar vibes but it's so cute because he opens a closet and he has like so much shit for the cat yeah and he thinks he's overdid it i'm like that cat is like i know (laughs) he got him so many toys he bought him a litter box he got it like so much cat starts like taking a shit as they're kissing (laughs) me and the cat's like i've been in his carrier for hours (laughs) 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 yeah that's really cute I and then he does make a joke that uh I forget what the context of this is, but it did make me laugh. He said, When you're a hairy monster, the shower can get gross pretty quick. I was like, Ew, I didn't think about that. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I mean it's enough with my hair. But oh like... my same. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's so funny. Um Okay, so they, like, immediately have sex, obviously, because they've been apart, and they really like each other, whatever. So he gets a toy, which it took me a minute to understand what this toy I think was. it's kind of like a dig glove. Yes, well, when he, because at first, so, here's a quote. Oh my gods, she said, holding the bright green silicone cock sleeve in her hands. She ran her fingertips over the three ridges lining the top, her eyes wide with excitement. This reminds me of the lizard aliens. Okay, I thought at first that it was going to be like a um the fuck are those? Like a stroker? What's what's the, the brand? Ring? No. What's the brand? Uh someone's screaming at me from their home right now. Uh um, Durex? Flashlight. I thought Durex? it was a flashlight. Flashlight. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yes, I know what I know what it is. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking, like, is it what I would picture for this? Not, I don't know what this is. Come on, that's what I pictured. We're on episode like like, what, fifteen, sixteen? Like, (laughs) I pictured a stroker. I should take a a clip of that. Thanks. I'm I'm a visual. (laughs) To quote Ted Lasso, I'm a visual learner, so so this helps a lot. Thanks. (laughs) Okay, good. Um, she's making. She's making jerking motion sorry for everyone who's listening she's just like can you stop doing that <laughs> oh dude come on not not while making eye contact with me come on i can't help it i'm sorry um that's what i thought it was but apparently it is like uh, i guess condom ish in that it it just slips onto his dick yeah and has and like the little knob right like a like the perfect Yes. Does that exist? It must. I've never seen it, it, but it must exist. But also, like, how do you, would you put that on top of the condom? Like, oh, if you had to wear a condom, that might be tricky. Yeah. I think you would put it on top of the condom if you you were wearing a condom. Yeah. Adam and Eve, sponsor us. Um, (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah. So, anyway, they have sex. That's great. Uh, Uh, I tried to. <laughs> they have sex. Blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, sorry guys. I have a. Um, I'm going to see the Barbie movie. <laughs> what a while. Oh shit! How long do we have? We're good. We're good. We're good. Right. <laughs> but uh, 
Okay, but basically, so, they have the best time. They have the best time. They go out to romantic dinners. They have sex all the time. They have sex on a snow bike. Okay, yes, on a snowmobile. In on Valentine's Day, because she's there for Valentine's Day, he takes her out on a snowmobile. And um, they like stop on the trail with like a really beautiful view. And she's like, she's like, I'm horny. Let's go home. And he's like, nope, I can't wait. We're doing it right here. So he bends her over. I mean, look, the exhibitionist part is great, but like you would freeze your clit off. That's what I was thinking. I was like, it's less that I'm afraid somebody's going to see me and more that I'm going to freeze to fucking death because it's cold. Like, he's only got his cock out. She's got her whole ass out. Her whole ass is out, yeah. And, I mean, he's slapping her ass, which, that'll keep it warm a little bit, but still. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that's enough to raise the temperature. It might not be enough. I don't think it, yeah, it's probably not enough. I would be cold. I'm not sure I would like that. Um, But But they do almost get caught. There's, like they they kind of finish and then pull up their pants real fast and then some some other people come by so you get a little bit of that exhibition <laughs> holy crap there's a cow fucking a woman on the snowmobile <laughs> <laughs> oh absolutely someone would call the cops um <laughs> so they do yoga together oh i think it's like the first morning he's like surprise yeah. i started doing yoga like i'm interested in everything you're interested in which is sweet but also like you can just have things that are separate. Yeah, yeah you don't have to do... <laughs> you don't have to be into everything she's yeah. into. Like, it's... Sometimes I want to do things alone, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but they do have, like, pretty hot sex where he pushes her up against the window. Just, like, her tits are she, smushed she, up against yeah, the window. He leaves titty prints. He leaves titty marks on the window. <laughs> and he's like, no, way, I'm not cleaning that off. Like, I'm not cleaning the window. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine you forget to clean that off and then you have a friend coming over and he's like, what is that? <laughs> what is that? Weird. <laughs> the best I've ever had is an imprint of my face because I I used to walk into glass windows, oh glass doors so quite a lot. <laughs> you should see. So like our back glass door and then the front windows are just covered in like peach Did nose. Friends? nose prints dog nose prints just dog nose prints uh not teddy prints no i have neighbors unlike alistair um so they get high and he's like he has a whole drawer of 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 edibles he's like i'm the ceo of a cannabis company remember and i was like man where can i get one of these can i trade in mine for a cannabis company i've gone to I've gone to a weed store in Amsterdam uh, with a friend, and when someone presents you all the fucking options, it's very <laughs> overwhelming. And he was like, "This is the one that is going to get you absolutely fucked up, and this one will give you a nice chill." And my face was like, "Oh God, like I want the chill. I want, I want the chill." And he looks at me and he goes, "I can see on your face that you want to get really fucked up." I was like, "This is not what my face is." No, I don't want to get story of up. how I had like a terrible terribly bad trip at Amsterdam. Was it when you called me from McDonald's? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the yeah. weed the weed people at my weed store are very nice and knowledgeable, but I just always get the same edibles, so I don't I don't really need advice. <laughs> yeah. Um but they basically eventually have a conversation because that's that's what that's why he flew her um over to begin with with Sue yes. was to have the conversation of yes. like what the fuck do I do and she's very she's very chill about it 
She is. Yeah, she's like, look, uh, I don't know if I actually put down... No, I didn't put down the quote, but she's she's just very like practical about it where she's like, look, you don't I know you think you need this, but you'll find other things to do. It doesn't even seem like he has a social life in that town. He 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 doesn't. He talks multiple times about how the long distance relationship is tough on him because he when he comes home, he's just at his big, beautiful house by himself. And he has nothing. Mm. And, and you know, he doesn't talk about his ex at all. I, I have no idea what their relationship is like. But his daughter lives in Briar Glen. Like, his daughter's not around. And, you know, he's got his business partner, but it doesn't seem like they're really friends. And it's like... Yeah, because know. if he was moving just for Pam, you would be like, maybe wait a few months, maybe yeah. wait a year, wait how it goes. But his daughter is there. So even if it doesn't work out with Pam, he'll still be living in the same town as his daughter. And obviously, that's something that's important for him. Right. So right. Exactly. It's like, go. And he, it's not like he doesn't know what the town is like. He was just there for like two months taking care of his daughter. And he's been commenting on how it's such a great, um, that the town has like a great monster human friendly relationship, which then you presume that it's not the same everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, clearly like he owns a company in Colorado, so it's not, but like this seems like a pretty integrated. But she, she leaves without him having made a decision right and she's like it's tough she's like i can't i can't tell him what to do like i can't tell him i want him to come here because i don't want to influence his decision um but she's pretty bummed she's like she wanted him she thought he was gonna say i love you and he didn't and she you know she really wants him to be there and she knows she's not moving to colorado because of her kids and you know she knows she's gonna have grandkids in the next few years so she's like I, I can't do it, but I'm not yeah. going to influence him to come out here. Um, and I think he, he, he talks to Chai, right? And Chai's like, what are you doing? Like, get out here. Like, you love her, yeah. you know? Like, come, come on, don't be dumb. Um, so he, so uh, Chai and Pam go to a hot yoga class together. And he, she's like, hey, can you have your dad call me? I don't. You know, I haven't really heard from him and whatever. And she's like, which, oh. like, you probably shouldn't ask the kid, Dad. I feel like that's that 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 would make things awkward. It might be a little bit of a weird position for sure, but uh, she uh, tries like, oh, you'll hear from him soon. And when Pam gets home, he's standing there on her doorstep, and he's like, I love you. I'm I'm you know I'm I want to come here. I'm selling my house. I'm selling the company. I want to be yeah. here. And it's very sweet. Yeah, so basically he was really sad the the day after she left and he just kind of like picks up the phone and he's like telling his partner like, yeah. I'm taking it. Yeah, I'm taking the money. Do you know a good realtor? Which again, don't don't sell the house, just keep it as a, you know. I mean, you can sell it, but just like get a cool house like that in Briar Green. Because like, okay, um, um, Tegan? Tegan. Tegan in the first book. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, she has, a she has yeah, she has a cute little cottage mm-hmm. in the forest and stuff like that. So, like, they should get something a big house like that in the in the forest. Sure. Like, but if Tegan like, can, then there's other ones available. available I mean, probably. he clearly likes his house, though. Like, it's clearly very beautiful and it's a nice spot, and they have wonderful memories there. Like, yeah, they, they could keep it as like a, a Christmas house. And plenty of money, right? Exactly, and get the like, entire family there on the, exactly. on the holidays. Hey, Tegan and Atlas, you guys want to get away for a week? Like, go to the cabin. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. It's only five hours away. That's perfect. It's so beautiful. I was bummed. Um, 
but that's yeah. the end and then we have an epilogue where he meets her kids for the first time and he's like super super nervous and reese is actually very nice um and there's a line that says uh it was amazing what love and therapy could do <laughs> ain't that the truth because reese used to be a real pain in the ass and at uh at, sorry alistair gets a volunteer job with reese yes he gets a like a part-time job working for the parks department which is and they're like hey during you know during the season because pam volunteers at the library at the library yep yep and uh so during the you know the season the summer or whatever he can live in his rv in the in the i don't know national forest or whatever and then pam's basically like yeah but I'm, i'm hopeful that by winter he'll he'll decide to move in with me basically and she lives yeah. in it i think she lives in a cute old house too because it was like it was her great aunt's house or something like that mm. but anyway yeah she she lives in a cute old house there but it's cute they do a little yoga together and and that's the end of the story and it. it was a great one it was, it was a very sweet one it was so sweet i i really really loved it good job ashley hitting out of the park again all right you ready to play smash or pass yeah let's do it alistair yeah yeah smash smash hoof daddy all day every day (laughs) absolutely (laughs) uh what about pam i i don't want to say no but i also think that i personally wouldn't be the right person for a partner who's a bit more insecure fair no i don't think i'm good at making i putting someone at ease if they're not already at ease (laughs) (laughs) uh she reminds me of my mom so i'm gonna have to pass on that (laughs) pass 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 no thank you the only other person that she is very lovely she's lovely i really i really loved her i thought she was a great character but i could never smash uh the only other person really is chai like everyone else chai and fallon both have little parts but but like tegan and reese and cyrus and, and atlas we've already done you know yeah chai seems really cool is all i i think chai seems really cool i'm excited to see and you know how we feel about fallon so both of them i think and the next one is fallon right griffins and games will be the next book so we'll see that that'll be fun and i'm pretty sure he's gonna hook up with javier's sister yeah because i think that was mentioned in book two i wonder if chai and javi will will hook up isn't javi gay oh i don't know is he because i think at some point uh reese has like a a remark on javi being very hot Right, but Reese is gay, but that doesn't necessarily mean Javi is gay. I thought there was a mention of it. I don't know. I'm not sure. I have no idea. All right, there's not really anyone else. But yeah, smash Alistair all day. All day, every day. Goodreads reviews? Let's do it. Here's a one-star review from Heather. She said, so sweet, it might have given me a cavity. I can honestly say that books one and three have a lot in common with each other. Also, it was a little off-putting that this book centered on Tegan and Reese's mother. <clears throat> DNF at 29%. How was that off-putting? I don't know. I, it was a little weird. Why did you DNF at 29%? What I, happens at 29%? I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know why this person is continuing on with the series, to be honest. Uh, okay, here's a five-star review from Kelly. Kelly said, your honor, I love them. Ashley doesn't miss. She can't. She simply gets me every time. This is so swoon-worthy, adorable, and spicy. Come on, Mom and Dad. Pam and Al are just perfection, and their relationship is what book-boyfriend dreams are made of. It was refreshing to read about an older couple, and I never want to leave this cuddly, monster-filled town. 
Um, I do. I was checking what happens at 29% and that's the first time they have sex. Oh, at the spice. She was like, no. Oh, interesting. Okay. I don't know about that. Um, Maybe it was, maybe it was for similar reasons that it was weird for you. Which is that it's kind of like that, that reminds me of my mom. My mom. Yeah. Um, I don't like, so here's the thing. I like the name Alistair a lot, but I hate the nickname Al. And he gets called Al a lot. And I was like, Ooh, Al, I don't like that. I just, I don't know. It's just I don't have, I don't have feelings. Not a name I like. Sure All right. Anna gave this five stars and said, this be- this book was so cute. I love men written by women. This book had zero drama and I love it. That is a hallmark of Ashley's books. It's, they're yeah. not dramatic. They're just so freaking sweet. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Christy gave it five stars and said, Pam is so wholesome and Alistair is a certified book boyfriend daddy. I love this story so much. Consent King and so much cute spice. Is it that even a thing? If you like monster romances, I'm begging you to read this book slash series. Uh, he is a consent king. He's constantly like, tell me you want this and use mm-hmm. your words. <laughs> like, no, absolutely. Much, like, yeah. It's like completely unproblematic. I really like it. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Another one star review from Louise who said, mass sex with a side of plot and lots of pandering to the reading community i don't think i'm the audience for this it really takes me out of the book when the person in the book is somehow really into reading all of the popular book talk books i mean she's not super into reading all the real popular book talk books but i mean i guess i don't know i liked it fair enough to a certain degree but i don't think they mentioned those books that often no, I, I but I understand, to... you know, when you have like a character in a book that is like really into reading and it's what? and it's very obvious, which is not the case here. It it didn't feel like massively mm-hmm. kind of like wink, wink, bookish people. It didn't feel like that. But right. if it's, you know, if it's too much in a book, then I can understand that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you know, personal preference, I guess. Yeah, for sure. For sure. um okay booked with ray gave it five stars and said pam and alistair are mom and dad and i'm ready to whip out my adoption papers from 1997 and give this adoption thing another go ashley bennett ma'am it's just so sweet and so cute and i feel like i'm betraying tegan and atlas when i say it might be my new favorite uh i did really like alistair but i loved cyrus so i don't i don't know if he beats cyrus for me no, I feel you. I think I th- I, I don't think I have a bit... favorite. I think they all have like different things to offer. Yes, I know Atlas isn't my favorite. Not he's fine, but he's not my favorite. But Cyrus had more of a like dom energy, which I appreciated. Hmm. Um, Ash gave it five stars and said Pam and Alistair are couples goals. Oh my goodness! Like, come on, I can't even. These two were absolute heckin' delight. What more could you ask for in a romance? 10 billion out of 10 stars oh i liked this one Aaliyah gave it five stars and said i love this series so much and pam and alistair deserve the world but the biggest question is does anyone have an amazon link so i can buy alistair a copy he reads romances now all right we have a three-star <laughs> review from eve and eve said cute read but i feel like every single later in life romance uh book i've read borders on too much uh borders on too cringe when it comes to the dialogue these are 50 plus year old parents that seem to talk like they're in their 20s and it doesn't sound right dirty talk doesn't have to be something exclusive to your 20s i didn't think it was like not i i didn't get that vibe at all i thought it was perfectly age appropriate like it it, it's Hmm. funny um yeah and then one more from t is a five star and it said god they were so horny for each other 
<laughs> Al was so sweet, even with his corny dad jokes. Makes me almost excited for menopause. Uh, does not make me excited for... The only thing I'm excited about menopause for is not being able to get pregnant. Uh, the end of periods. Yes, the end of periods. But menopause is not fun. No, 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 no. I remember my <laughs> freshman year in college, uh, one of the professors that I had was going through menopause and she was constantly telling us about it and it didn't seem fun. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't she was stopped in the middle of a lesson being like, oh, hot flushes are the worst. Yeah. My mom went through it like young. She had a hysterectomy. So I have vivid <laughs> memories of that. Sure. Um, all right. You got anything else you want to? All right. So one last little mention. Um, so we've had this discussion with Christine recently and it's something that's been going on on Bookstagram. Uh, we're neither of us are in favor of AI art. We don't. I, I would argue that it's not even mm-hmm. art in itself. Um, if if you don't know, you know, uh, the apps like Midjourney take artists, other artists' art, and uses it as part of like the the, the mechanism. There, there's no technology that makes up things the same way a human mind does. So for that reason, um, if do point it out to us if we ever cover a book that has a cover that is AI art and we haven't noticed it. But the rule is that we don't really want to cover books where the artist uses AI art either as a cover or in any other capacities. I think there's like uh, yeah. books that we're not going to mention that we've noticed that the authors use AI art, um, even just for characters or just like fan art. Emotional purpose, yeah. Yeah, and we don't really want to support that. We're not really in favor of that, so... Mm-hmm that's a yeah we we want to support support artists yes we support real artists we have too many friends who are uh working artists struggling trying to actually make money and and do something real um and we do not support ai art or ar ai writing which i know is yeah absolutely not definitely not AI writing which i know has come you know it's not as far apparently some authors use it as a as a way of like planning the book i'm fine to write the outline you're gonna do. I don't know. No, honestly, creativity is a human thing. Don't put it through um AI. Yeah, I guess it's a, I I don't know. I don't know enough about that. I'll 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 leave my opinion out. I don't I, know. Enough I mean, that. look, some people argue a lot of different things. Uh from what I know as someone who's a <laughs> developer, um the very junior developer, but uh <laughs> a developer and then and who's talked to a lot of people with artists, um who, with artists who also know about this technology. It it doesn't you you don't have even the person who created Midjourney, for example, mm-hmm. the technology to invent something out of nowhere doesn't exist. Right. It's always going to be based on something. So yeah. <clears throat> if you use it to write like a speech or like I I, I, I tried like an AI the first time uh, to to write like um, a, a a bio for like LinkedIn, for example, because mm-hmm. I didn't know how to use my words. I I feel like those ones maybe relatively harmless but when it comes to artistic things and things like that it comes Mm -hmm. whatever you get from ai uh, and especially the ones that create art quote unquote um they're not going to come out of it out of nowhere they're they're using bits and pieces from other people so sure that's kind of like a world that we have. We might get tricked at some point. It happens. I mean, yeah. Let us know if you see it. We're we're trying to be conscious of it, but obviously sometimes things sneak through. But but yeah, it, even if a book is like really really cool and we mm-hmm. would have loved to cover them, 
if the author, if you're an indie author and you're using AI, I, I understand that it costs money to mm-hmm. to publish a book on your own, but like, don't don't fucking use AI. Yeah, for your art, it's just yeah, yep, it's I'm not with good. You. All right, all it. you wolf babies. After that PSA, let's get to our little pluggy plugs. So you can follow yes. me on Instagram and Threads at Goodreads underscore reviews. You can follow Claire on instagram only at claire's reviews you can follow the show on instagram and threads at the monster smash pod and you can technically follow us on twitter at smash underscore pod uh haven't checked that in a while don't remember what the past i should get a t-shirt of that (laughs) technically we're on twitter uh, you can email the show at themonstersmashpod at gmail.com. You can give us recommendations, com- questions, comments, whatever. Email us whatever you want. Um, and please, 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 if you like the show, subscribe. Uh, give us five stars if you like it. Um, particularly on Apple, a five-star like written review is, is really helpful for us. And we really appreciate um, all the lovely things you guys say. And we love interacting with you. Uh, we love getting your DMs on Instagram and stuff. So uh, never feel shy about reaching out. We're, we're here and we love it. And it's we love talking to you guys. It's great. Um, so yeah, that's it for this week. Uh, we will see you little monster fuckers <laughs> next week for um, a book we haven't even picked yet. So I won't even, <laughs> I can't tell you if I wanted to. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha